podcast uh this episode features no dan Rhodes, so uh, we have our second ever guest host it is the amazing archie maddox how you doing archie yeah i'm all right man I'm yeah right. i'm in darlington with you yeah moment. it's uh it's the place where people want to be you know so people you know like they go <laughs> people from beverly hills go i'm gonna go to darlington yeah, yeah. i'm gonna go fuck shit up in <laughs> darlington <laughs> have you been to darlington before i have i come up here for, i don't know why but i'm <laughs> Like regularly up here for some reason. Yes, yeah. it's, it's just one of those places that I just always. It's, yeah, I'm I'm here maybe three times a year. Yeah, okay, that's more than most people do in their lives as well. I know. So, and that's yeah. So, what do you think of Darlington? What's your vibe? Uh, yeah, be, be honest, because like uh, I've I've never seen so many shirtless men in the window, <laughs> and I've. I've never seen so many angry stares at one person when I walk through yeah. the town centre. Oh, yeah, because we walked into the bar as well. Yeah. It's, it's kind of it was that vibe of when you go into a, a saloon as well, and it's called the Old English Gentleman. And if that doesn't give off the vibe, yeah. nothing will. Uh, you might as well call it Red Line um, Union Jack. Yeah, uh, no blacks. Yeah. <laughs> No blacks, no dogs, no Although there were some black people down there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that shows me being a dickhead. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's... It's it's a weird place, though, because as as I mentioned off podcast, like, it's got, like... um, They put a lot of money into trying to make it middle class, and uh, uh, there's a lot of gentrification happening, but people are still quite working class, if you know what I mean. And uh, I saw that one day. I was walking to a bus stop, and... uh, uh, there was a guy uh, it was about midday and a guy was wearing a suit and tie but he was also drinking uh, Frosty Jacks from a bench as well I was like no. that's the perfect mixture right there you that, know what I mean yo that guy <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what I have seen today which surprised me I've seen about four gay couples oh really yeah and I was well surprised to be honest like, uh, I, I, I live here and I barely see anything like that uh, well, yeah, yeah. to be fair I am making an assumption there were two there were four sets of two men Two of the couples were holding hands, and all of them had pride badges on. Oh, so brilliant. I yeah, yeah. That, that, but I yeah. haven't asked them. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't tracked them down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, are you gay and darling? How does it work? 
uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a weird place, but uh, and you're doing a preview here tonight. Yes, I am with my new show, Big Dick Energy, which... Uh, Tell us about that, man. Oh, God, it's just, the show is, so basically this year is the first year I've had that kind of existential dread of existence <laughs> and why am I here and why does anything matter. Yeah. And so I've just tried to turn that into something funny. <laughs> I think that's most Finch performers being like, well, I'm feeling depressed about this subject. Yeah. My th- but I think that's a good thing, though, because if you're obsessed about... Well, not obsessed, but if you've got this subject on your mind, uh, I think it's such an easy... Not an easy, but an easier path to write an Edinburgh show, because if you're already thinking about it, these yeah. things do come out as well. Yeah, I mean, I, my, my jokes now are becoming more sort of cerebral, if I can be fucking loose about yeah. it. <laughs> but, I, yeah, yeah they're, they're less... I, I'm enjoying doing jokes now. I was usually a storyteller, but now... I am enjoying the concept of just getting a subject and kind of wringing stuff out of it. Oh, great. Which is, yeah. it's been fun. It's been interesting. There's some really good jokes in it. Then there's some fucking shit in it as well. <laughs> so, because um, I'm, I'm kind of one, uh, I'm one for self-indulgence. So even like a shitty one, which I kind of like, uh, and it gets it, you know, it's an okay laugh. Are you going to cut that out or are you going to, are you going to like, how do you I, deal with a shit joke? I, well, I would, I... So in this show, I do a lot of kind of meta commentary. So yes. I, as as my director is calling it, go, you're doing the voice in your head to them. Yeah. <laughs> and but I never plan what I'm going to say. So if a yeah. joke doesn't go well, that's where I do a little meta commentary thing, and yeah. that works well within the concept of the show. Really. Because it's yeah. like the whole idea is that humans don't make sense as an animal because we're never we're always in the past or in the future. Yes. We're never yeah. in just existing yeah we're, all, we're the only things that are self-aware That's which it. is a nightmare yeah it is like it's like and it also really uh, puts a limit on our enjoyment of things because like if you're um, totally. like if you're like if you walk into a woods with your dog and you're thinking about oh what time do I need to be back when no, when do I have to do what x mm. y and z but if you're a dog you just go oh that's a tree you yeah know what I mean exactly it's very so I I'm just thinking about it like in that in yeah. that kind of realm of why why I just can't work out humanity at all. I don't understand. <laughs> to me, like, the longer I think about it, the more life doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Really. Like, especially for us, because we, yeah, for we sure, exist, yeah. but we're trying to make everything so much nicer, yeah. which to me makes me think that we're not natural. Yeah. We're a fucking mistake. Yeah. And, like, the world is trying to kill us as well. <laughs> we're just not letting it. Yeah. You're right as well. I think, uh, uh, I think comedians are kind of a rare breed as well, because, like... Uh, yeah, I think uh, we're both. Yeah, we're, we're both um, instruments to kind of deliver that kind of euphoria, but also we also have to go through a lot of shit as well. Like, yeah. it's, it, we're, uh, and we also have to we have to go through bad performance conditions. Like, we have to be in Edinburgh for a whole month, yeah. and just like uh, it's quite. Uh, yeah, we have to do quite a lot for for the world to work. If you know what I mean? Yeah, well, but fucking, I say that we're but I'm broken. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we are fundamentally just broken beings. So that's why the show kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, bless. But, so where's the show at? Uh, it's at the Mash House in the Bottle Room. Okay. Every yes. day at 4.50pm. Brilliant. Yeah. 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 No, I like I like Just the Tonic because they're a little bit dirty and grimy. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think... I think for comedy, you can't be too slick. Yeah. I, I've also... Uh, I'm doing my debut hour at... the. Um, it's the meeting room at Grass Market Centre, and I just found out this week that this room is uh, infamously very hot. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be. Oh a, yeah, it's really hot. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm gonna. Well, I think. Uh, gonna bring your own fans. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I might might get the whole audience to kind of like 
like fan me down or something like that. But yeah, it'd be good. Uh, uh, I like to. What well, I hit him with twenty minutes of gold, then the forty minutes, um, which isn't that good. I'll just blame it on the heat. So yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> How are you finding putting together your debut hour? Yeah, well, to be honest, I've been working on it for a while, and it's not a uh, it's not a best of show either. It's mm. uh, very much written specifically for the show, and it's a it's a personal show and it's a storytelling show. So it's kind of I'm quite good at doing big arcs and. Uh, uh, to be honest, I I got the main arc down to a T to begin with, so it's that that big arc has done. Uh, it's been done since like February, March, but it's all just it's like dotting the i's and crossing the t's, yeah, which yeah. is that that final ten percent just takes the longest as well. Just yeah. uh, just recalibrating in things, but I'm also with each preview and trying to make it different. Uh, not like, but also the like changing endings and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Have you got a director? No, I'm doing it all by myself. Oh, really? Uh, so, do you think a director's good for stand-up? Because that's not usually a. Well, in the last couple of years, it's been more conventional. But mm. in, in like, uh, it's only been introduced recently as well. So, how uh, do you like working with directors? Well, I think I don't. I don't think there's any such thing as a show that's made by one person. Yeah, yeah. I think a show usually like even because I'm a playwright as well. Yeah. When whenever I put a play on. It's my show, technically. But I've always thought, well, no, it's not, because there's a director, there's actors, there's Mm -hmm. stage managers, there's lighting tech, there's blah, blah, blah. There's all these people that put together this thing. So I figure comedy is the same. You know, if you have outside eyes on it, it is going to make it a better thing. That's the thing. But also, like, I also feel a bit mad because I've made, I've had to make the decisions and everything. So oh, having someone go, well, that should go there. It's like, thank you. Oh, my God. Like, that's so much helpful. Like, it's... um, yeah, because at the moment I'm like, is this funny? I don't know. Yeah. And also, uh, there's been some previews where I've really gone a bit mad on it as well. So, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, um, there's I've got one bit which uh, which is quite weird, but I think I'm just hoping it might work for Edinburgh as well. So, yeah, yeah like, I mean, I basically my director just talks me out of doing stupid things. <laughs> Like the other, I still might do it, and they'll probably. She, she shouts at me all the time. Like every preview, she comes to me. She's like, "What the fuck did you do that for? Why did that work? Why did you change it? Like, because I'm going to get it better." She's yeah. like, "Well, it's worse now." <laughs> that's a lot of negative energy. Well, that's yeah. what I need. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't thrive off positivity. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Proper, just being a shouting at. That's what I need. But I, so I had an idea because the show is kind of talking about the concept of reality being a fallacy and mm-hmm. how each individual reality informs the wider reality of being and purpose and blah 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 yeah yeah I wanted to just tell a story about the worst thing I've ever done and yeah. then at the end go do you know what the worst thing about that story is it's not even true yeah and but, just kind of pull the rug out and then yeah. she just went why so yeah because uh, I think it's a word of comment on the on what reality <laughs> is whatever you choose it to believe it is and she's like no yeah. <laughs> but, don't, don't do that but that's it just a simple like just just a re- I guess it's just like a systems check you know what I mean just mm. someone to go well like just to bring you back in as well and also to push you as well I suppose yeah yeah and you know just someone cause, so I've worked with her for the last three years and we just build the show together mm-hmm. like I write all of it and then but she'll do little tweaks here and there and go why don't you move that to here why don't you say that like this yeah rather than how you are because it's getting lost at the moment mm-hmm. so you know it's just stuff that I wouldn't even think of Really? Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's useful. Maybe do it for the second show. I, I yeah. Um, I, I assume you know, like uh, I, I, I've already won the Edinburgh Fringe uh, Newcomer Award anyway. So Obviously. yeah, people will be coming at me all together and uh, <laughs> win every award. Okay. If, <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, welcome to the uh, the podcast. We uh, uh, so uh, have, uh, are you a fan of like Greek myths and Greek? Fucking love a Greek. Myth. Yeah, yeah. A lot. My uh, my dad when I was younger used to read them to me. Oh, so you're yeah. quite familiar with a lot. I'm of them. familiar with a with some. I'm familiar with the bigger ones. Yes, and yeah, some yeah. of the weirder kind of just outside. Like basically every myth is Zeus being a poet. <laughs> That's yeah. every myth, man. He's just—he's always banging people, yeah. and fu- like chucking people off mountains and stuff. He's, this yeah. dude's a nightmare. Yeah, he's—he shouldn't be the ruler. Uh, yeah, he's the worst yeah. fucking king I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, and it's just like—it's just of such a awful like being as well. And uh, yeah, just a, a massive. Like, and like every story, uh, as we mentioned off air, every story just kind of goes well. I guess I'll rape you now, and yeah. that's that's and that's that's the creation of the whole of their universe. I know as well. it is really weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's but so weird. I find creation myths like fascinating. Like the ancient Egyptians believed one, yeah. where uh, I think it was Nut, or yeah, I think Nut is the god of the sky, yeah, and Nut basically just came and that was existence, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> I guess it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, cool. I mean, that is how existence does happen, yeah. but we didn't have to all be this dude's come. Well, I, I think uh, um, before the gods came along, there was like just like more like cosmic elements and mm. uh, uh, Uranus. I think it, uh, um, uh, Uranus was like a... Is that uh, Uranus? Yeah, well, yeah, that's where Uranus comes from. Uh, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As, um, and... Uh, it's like he's an all-powerful being. Essentially, uh, he kind of just came and landed on uh, Gaia, on Mother Earth, and basically a sky creature came on the planet and uh, wife was born. They so. just fucking love coming yeah, on yeah. stuff, don't they? You just love cum. He's yeah. well-sexual, <laughs> all these myths. Yeah, it's really... Uh, and, like, there's some... Uh, we've done loads in the past that do check out the other ones, but there's one, like, where uh, Hesphitus, the, uh, kind of, he's, like, the god... Uh, he's, like, the armour god. He, like, builds stuff as well, uh, and uh, he lives in the... In uh, Tartarus, so he's quite like an ugly kind of mm. uh, builder. And uh, Athena comes down one day, and he fancies her so much, he chases her out, and she's like, "No, leave me alone!" And he just like, uh, just because he's so excited, he just comes on a leg as well. Just like it's horrible. Nice. Do check out that episode. Good one. <laughs> My favorite. I can't, I can't remember who it was, but there was one woman that Zeus was trying to bang. I think it was a god. Yeah. He was just trying to fuck her for like years and years, <laughs> and she was like, "No, no, no," and then. Like to stop this dude from pestering her, she turned herself into a fly. Yeah. And Zeus got annoyed and went, Well, I'm not having that. And then he <laughs> ate her. And then she turned into like his fucking consciousness. Yeah. Or something, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just nags him from inside his own head. And yeah. He can't do anything about it. I just think, What weird. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it's a lot, yeah. It's uh, it's quite problematic. A lot of these stories are quite problematic than what in these days. But I guess that's uh, what I love most about this podcast is to kind of really shine a light on these things as well. Like, yeah. I mean,. I, I kind of I kind of have issues with people saying stuff is problematic because it's it's just the way that stuff is. You yeah, know what I mean, I think saying yeah. something is problematic is sort of a way of not really dealing with anything. Yeah, okay. it's just going. I think that's problematic. <laughs> and and what, what do you propose a different? Yeah, no. it's it's like you know, it's a kind of a, a problem oriented uh, issue. Yeah. There. It's like oh, there is an issue. I'm well, not gonna do anything all about. thinking is problematic on today's lens, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. All culture, you look at anything, you just go, well, that's very problematic. Yeah. Because now I'm enlightened. Uh, maybe we've reached enlightenment and we should all just die now. Maybe, that, maybe that's where Are we're at. Are you feeling okay, Archie? Yeah, I'm fine. This is, this is what the show is. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, if we have reached enlightenment, what is the point in being alive? I guess, yeah. Well, I guess to share the enlightenment with other people. With other, Why? <laughs> Why? They're, they're just going to get you annoyed that they're not enlightened. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. Like, uh, 
the other, the only other guest host we've had in this podcast, you're the second one ever, was uh, Laura Lex. And uh, at the start, uh, we do like this interview thing, and at the start of her episode, it's quite a depressive start because usually it's quite an upbeat show. But mm. this one, uh, I feel, I feel like my, as it, me as an interviewer, I just brought you down. So sorry. I oh, know I don't, I don't feel down at all. This is, I don't, I feel quite happy in knowing that nothing means anything. Yeah, but I, I think, feel very happy about but that. But that's the thing because I, I, I used to be, well, I am ex- existential, but and I think you can take it, you can be depressed by it. Like, oh, nothing. Uh, nothing means anything but also nothing means anything I mean exactly. that, that you can that there's so well, much power be, yeah, that. you don't have to do anything yeah like you literally you don't even have to feed yourself if you don't want yeah, to yeah exactly yeah. because if you die you'll upset people for a few years and then it'll be fine yeah it's... <laughs> anyway let's do the myth <laughs> what a lovely segue But yeah, uh, again, it's such a pleasure to have you on the podcast, Archie. Uh, and today, um, I think it's going to be a niche one. Uh, are you? Uh, do you know anything about uh, Greek uh, comedies? I think like, I know a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do, do you know? Uh, do you know any of the basics? Feel free if you don't know. Uh, uh, if... Well, I know more about Greek drama. Okay. But I do know that Greek comedies were intended to hold the ruling class to account for what they were doing. Uh, well, yeah, that's pretty. Uh, uh, that's pretty spot on there. Um, but before we go into, what, um, what's your favourite Greek tragedy? Um, probably Antigone. Yes. Yeah, nice Antigone's one. a good one. Electra's pretty good. Yeah. But Antigone, uh, what does she do? She kills the king because he murdered her brother or uh, something. I think she. Um, she uh, Antigone uh, basically, it's a. It's a she kills herself and her partner kills uh, themselves because of the king um, doesn't allow a burial as well. It's like, That's that, it, it's that, a burial one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Knowledge. It's it. Yeah, well, uh, oh, I've done this for uh, uh, 70 episodes. I'm pre- oh. pre- pre- pretty uh, <laughs> off on my shit. Uh, but uh, yeah, today we are doing... Uh, uh, it's the first time we're going to do a Greek... Uh, Greek uh, play and Greek well Greek comedy because uh, we we were halfway through doing the Aeneid but my co-host he's uh, he's gone now uh, well not gone but he's uh, uh, we can't teach him until after the fringe so uh, we're doing um, an epic poem called uh, the Aeneid so we're, we're stopping that halfway through we're doing this play uh, just as like a bonus episode is that well. one of Homer's poems. Uh, it, no, it's actually not. It's, uh, it's by a guy called Virgil from Roman oh, times. Okay, and yeah, Virgil, yeah, yeah. it's like it's an homage to the, the Homer poems as well. Because the Aeneid is quite close to the Iliad, isn't it? Yeah. Well, like what it does, it takes half, um, basically half and half. So the first section is like like the, like the Odyssey. It's like a lot of adventure. The second half is like the Iliad, which is like a warfare kind of right, thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, do check out the episodes. Uh, uh, no, but. I'll talk to you more afterwards about it because I don't yeah. want to spoil it for these <laughs> these losers. But uh, um, but we uh, yeah, as you mentioned that uh, like Greek. Uh, well, there's there's things called old comedy and uh, new comedy in, uh, in ancient Greek plays, and uh, uh, the, uh, nothing changes, does it? No, yeah, old comedy and new comedy. <laughs> that's, that's the criticism I get a lot of. Can't you do stuff that people used to? Do? <laughs> yeah, right. just no. <laughs> yeah, just that. Oh, an old man walks into the pub. Yeah, like. That's my Burning Man impression. Now, also, I've never told anyone this, but like, uh, and it's nothing to read into, but like, uh, if I ever need to put myself up, I always do a Burning Man impression, but like, oh, come on, Matt, you know, cheer yourself up. And He was a funny guy. Yeah. He I mean, like, it's just the voice. There's nothing beyond that, if you don't mean, but I feel like... Uh, he was a very funny... This is the thing, though. People back then, you can't discount how funny those people were, yeah, yeah. despite... Because you look at it from today's thing, yes, and yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. ooh, what an animal. Mm-hmm. But back then... 
most people, myself included, I would have watched him and gone, oh, he's doing a black joke, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know? Because I just would have been so excited that he's talking about black people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, he's doing it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I think the exception, because uh, I, I, one time uh, during on a holiday, I hung out a lot with my uncle. Uh, we went uh, traveling across Europe uh, and uh, stayed with him. And my uncle, uh, he's a bit of a racist. And, uh, he, uh, and basically, he was Can't like, be a bit, mate. He was quite yeah, a massive you're racist. Racist or not. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> uh, he might listen to the podcast. Uh, but like, yeah, so, well, I don't care. Fuck you, Matt's uncle. Yeah. You've never met me. <laughs> you wouldn't like me if you did. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but the thing is, on the car journey, he made us listen to it. And he was he was laughing quite maliciously. Uh, and I think that's yeah. the issue. If you're, if it, at the time, I think, okay, there's, there's you know, maybe, you know, uh, I think it's, there's a bit more element of lack of knowledge and whatever, or like maybe that's part of the culture. But now, if you're laughing at it now, it's you know, it's obviously yeah. a telltale sign. You know what I mean? It's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I, there's also that thing of people don't like being told what is okay for them to find yeah, funny. Yeah, absolutely. Which I find really interesting because that's where we have the kind of rise of the right right wing comedian at the moment. Yeah. Which for me is really interesting because they keep saying that there's stuff that you're not allowed to talk about yeah but then when they talk about stuff it's none of the stuff they're not allowed to talk about yeah right yeah that's it I say oh well that happens all the time like like, yeah it's like about dishwasher for yeah exactly (laughs) like these people are like well oh they can't ban me from saying stuff I'll say I'll say it uh, well, yeah, for football, eh? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, it's like, it's the Andrew Lawrence effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, there's, yeah. It's, yeah. Fuck everything, though. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so this is, uh, this is old comedy, and this is one of the last old comedy plays around, and, because, uh, um, after the Peloponnesian War, and this is during the Peloponnesian War, um, uh, after it all ended, um, everyone got quite depressed, and they didn't want political comedy anymore. So they just wanted to kind of straightforward comedy, right, like, right, right. A, like very, comedy of errors. Yeah, very much. It's very sitcom based, after right, that, okay. and, it's, and it's quite dull. But with Aristophanes, he he really uh, doesn't pull his punches. It's very political, and uh, in this play in particular, he uh, he's trying to influence a vote on the city as well. So uh, uh, he's like the Mark Thomas of his time, I suppose. Oh, but yeah, uh, so um, let, let me tell you more about frogs. And just a little bit extra context. Uh, this was staged in 4 or 5 uh, uh, BCE. Uh, and uh, it's uh, in the Peloponnesian Wars between Athens and Sparta. Uh, just a year before Athens surrendered to Sparta after the loss of its fleet. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Spartans were fucking Yeah, things. right, yeah. Do you know what they used to do? They used to... So the Spartans used to... One, they used to like treat women as the hierarchy. Yeah. And they used to teach women how to fight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they also, when they went to war, they would have a mate, like a like a gay friend, and they would sleep together a lot because it yeah. strengthened their bonds. Yeah, I think that, uh, that applied to other... Um, yeah, I think that, that happened quite a lot in the Greek army. There was like a, I think there was a legion of... Um, uh, this is me. This is an old fact. I'm not quite sure. I haven't verified it, but like it's uh, they, uh, there would be a legion where there would like be essentially gay couples, yeah, uh, and they would like fight harder for each other. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So, which is really, really, uh, yeah, it was quite effective apparently as well. Of course it is. You're there with your like. Right, yeah. Um, do you remember in school where, like, if you were playing football or cricket or something, and there was a girl you liked, how hard you played to impress him? You imagine if you were at war. <laughs> like, yeah, you would really. Yeah. Fucking, like, you'd go mental, wouldn't it? You'd be like yeah. Wolverine or yeah. some shit. 
<laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, to uh, my version of that is that I've actually done research for this because usually I don't do any research okay. and I, for that. Which I'm just trying to impress you there. So uh, you know, it's my uh, my version of a. From, uh, yeah. But anyway, um, nice stuff. and we'll be. <laughs> hopefully, you'll love me afterwards. But uh, um, but um, basically, uh, this this play talks about um, the the issues mm-hmm. of Athens. Uh, talking about changes in leaderships, restrictive laws, and uh, the, the decreased focus on traditional values. We'll also be talking about Alcibiades, who is a politician who kind of flipped a lot of sides. He went between Athens and Sparta, and basically, uh, what they were thinking back uh, at this time, they were trying to vote. Oh, should we let him back in uh, and like let him be a general, or is he? You know, should we kick him out? What's the best thing to do? And, uh, <laughs> in or out? Really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that back then. Yeah, there was a take me out of the time. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. They're, they're, they're trying to Brexit their own. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, do we want to remain or do we want to leave? Okay. Jesus Christ! Nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. I feel this. This. Um, this is only heightening the existential dread. But uh, anyway, let's let's get started. Um, uh, so this play begins with Dionysus, uh, dressed up as the Greek hero Heracles. And Which is the Greek for Heracles, I fucking yeah, know that. Yes, well done. Uh, uh, do you know Dionysus? Or do you know... Yeah, which one's Dionysus? He's the god of theatre and wine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what's really funny? So my girlfriend's half Greek. Oh, yeah. And whenever I pronounce a Greek word, her dad pretends like he can't understand me. <laughs> Until he says the Greek version of that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, example, we're both Arsenal fans, and yeah. we signed a Greek dude last year called Socrates. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I thought he was called Socrates. The commentators pronounced him as Socrates. I went, oh, you see, we signed a guy as Socrates. And he went, who? I went, Socrates. And he goes, oh, Socrates. <laughs> yes. Like, All right, mate. Yeah. Fine. He's real. yeah, yeah. As, as if he didn't know, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I did classics as a degree as well. So, like, uh, 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 and one of the plays, uh, playwrights, um, it's called Aeschylus. E- uh, um, um, uh, and for people who really put, like, fancy pronunciations, like, Echolus. I was like, yeah. it's not, come on, it's just Aeschylus, come on. Yeah. Like, stop fanning around, you know? Yeah, yeah. It is well funny. Greeks are very precious over their words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you ever say a Greek word wrong in front of a Greek, you can f- you just see them bubbling with rage. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. Like I like to fly little ones in the conversation. Yeah. Do you want to put some in now in case you, like, your uh, girlfriend's dad listens? Hercules <laughs> and Zeus. Zeus is a fun one. Lovely stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that up. I'll send it to your girlfriend's dad. Uh, but yeah, in this, uh, Dionysus is uh, quite effeminate, and uh, he's uh, he's not a traditional god. He's very cowardly, uh, and it, uh, he's supposed to be mocking that like, he's dressed up as Hercules. Uh, and he has a servant called Xanthius, uh, who is more like rational, and mm. uh, and they're both riding the donkey, travelling to Hercules' house. Hercules is amused at Dionys- Dionysus' costume. Dionysus asks. Dionys- it's quite hard to say Dionysus. Uh, Dionysus asks him how they can uh, get to the underworld to fetch the poet Euripides for Athens and what sort of obstacles they may expect to encounter. So they're trying to find uh, a, a, an ancient playwright uh, who's died to help them with their issue in Athens. Right, okay. Euripides is the one that wrote Antigone, isn't it? Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, that was Sophocles. Sophocles, fuck's sake. Yeah, mate. yeah. Was, uh, what uh, idiotic boob I am. The, the, uh, the people pleaser in me was like, yeah, what? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but uh, actually, Soph- uh, whilst um, uh, Aristophanes was writing this, Sophocles was alive, but the week oh, okay. before they uh, they showed it, he died. So he gets a reference at the end as well, because uh, ah. like, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, but basically he wants to get and get Euripides, who uh, only died recently. He he created the Medea. He wrote. Oh the yeah, 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 yeah. So um, 
Yeah, and he's quite, he's kind of like the nouveau tra- uh, tragedy writer as well. He's a, right. the hot thing, uh, so to speak. So Hercules provides them with information, and then the travellers depart. So they're on their way to the underworld. Dionysus is ferried across the lake by Charon, uh, who is the ferryman. Do you know oh, about, yeah. Do you know yeah, about yeah, yeah, He's yeah, about yeah. the two orbals guys, and Charon's very much, very moody with them. Yeah. Um, and they are drunk as well. I made that up. I think you made it up, oh, okay. but like, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. I'm, again, the people please remember. It's like, yeah, if you want, I don't know. Like, I'm very much a yes and kind of guy. But yeah, yeah, he's a drunk. Drunk. Someone's a drunk, isn't they? Oh, a lot of them are drunk. Yeah, is that? Well, Dionysus is. Uh, he very much is the god of wine. So he's, yeah. yeah. Oh, so he probably was drunk. He probably gave him a little. Yeah. Bit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, but uh, Xanthius has to travel around because he is a slave. Uh, uh, along this journey, a chorus of frogs burst out into song, annoying Dionysus. Uh, however, they, the god joins in their boisterous song. Now, what the f- yeah. <laughs> Why'd you get annoyed by something and then go, ah, oh, do you know what? In order to fix this, I'm going to join you. <laughs> so dumb. That, that is Greeks to a T. Uh, sorry, Greek myths to a T, you know what I mean? Uh, so, um, I, I can't really... Actually, I've got the book in my bag, so I find out what the, the frogs say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you fucked up everything! Oh, no. eh? oh, For anyone no. that doesn't know, Matt's just dropped oh, all his water. I got really excited um, on a nineteen sixties carpet. Oh, it's gonna soak through. Oh, who cares? Yeah, they probably got a it, So yeah. oh, there's no problem with that. <laughs> So uh, let me try and find the frogs bit for you, and I will. Uh, While I'll... doing that, we can have a. Look. Where can I go and eat? I want to eat before I do my preview. Uh, that's that's a good point. Is there anywhere to eat in Darlington? <laughs> There's nowhere to eat in Darlington. Um, so uh, the fro- the frogs go. Cokes. Uh, Fucking hell. <laughs> do, you, do you want to give that a go? Do you want to be a frog? Well, break a care, break a care, break a care. Cokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's perfect. the cokes bit about? It's a, I think it's my friend. Oh, croaks is in, they got... Yeah, I think it's a, ah. spelled K-O-A-X, which I think is the Greek for... Crocs. For crocs. <laughs> yeah, all right, cool. That's, that's my, uh, that, you know, three years. sound well different in different parts of the world. It's really interesting. <laughs> it, no, because, like, before before I first went to Trinidad, my auntie tried to tell me that Trinidadian frogs, they they would try and lure you into the bushes. And I go, well, what the fuck do they sound like? She go, they sound, they go, they saying, come. And I'm like, no, do the sound of what frogs sound. And she went, come then, nah, come then, nah. They don't sound anything like that. So I don't know what she said. <laughs> Right, I, w- I want to know what frogs sound like from every different place. Well, I, here they're, they're like, in it, yeah, which is just reflects her. We're moody. We're just fucking. Mo- Whereas in Trinidad, they're quite. They're they're like. Whip, whip. I it's think not that, that, that yeah, Kumbnana sounds uh, uh it sounds yeah overly sexual. Uh, but yeah. Like, uh, uh, but I I kind of like that. Whip, whip, yeah. That's whip, whip. Uh, that's all I've got. That's, that's as far as my frog knowledge goes. <laughs> right. The next, well, at the end of this podcast, I'll I'll put clips of every frog from every Please. nation. Um, so he joins the boisterous song of black again, black again, cocks. I remember I learned this in my uh, GCC class, and the teacher made us do the activity in that. Good times. Uh, anyway, uh, Dionysus and Xanthius join up on the other side of the lake, so they're in the underworld now. But before they can go very far, uh, they encounter the monster Empusa. Um, don't really remember. Mpusa. Yeah, Mpusa. I'm not quite sure what that is, to be honest. Sounds like African slang for vagina. Bring me that Mpusa. You know what? We should start that, because that sounds, that sounds 
pretty delightful. But I'm gonna get Impusa. Impusa. Because I'm not cool. Like when you said, it sounds very. Cool. But when I say Impusa, like it's not cool. Like I'm a little. I'm not cool enough to say that. When you say it, it sounds like a food. <laughs> it sounds like a tapas dish. Mm, should I have some of that Impusa, please? It sounds like yeah. a marinade. It's that, it's that, it sounds like a kind of spicy potato. Yes, yes, yeah, I, I got that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Right, we're gonna go to the hole in the wall and get you some impusa, okay? Impusa. So um, Dionysus is extremely frightened, and he soils his clothing because uh, of impusa. Uh, I've done that before. Uh, uh, the chorus of the initiates, part of the Eleusinian Mysteries, enters and sings a song to Icaeus, Dem- uh, Demeter, and her daughter, Persephone. So Persephone! Yeah, she's the uh, queen of the underworld. Pomegranate girl, isn't it? Yes! Yeah. Oh, I see. You're, you're actually genuinely better than my actual co-host as well. Do you know, I know about the pomegranate girl. Do you, uh, do you want a full-time job at this? Yeah, uh, mate, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> if I got paid for this myself, <laughs> So they eventually arrive at Hades' house, and um, Dionysus and Xanthius knock on the door. Think <laughs> I'm just finding funny that the god of the underworld has a door. Yeah, it just says home sweet home. Who's knocking? Yeah, the- yeah. What, the- what goes through his mind? Yeah. There's a fucking god of death, and there's. Hello! It's very casual, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, oh, should we just, yeah, tell you what, should we just pop around Hades' house, see if you've got any like, true, you know what I mean? Why does everyone have doors? It's so hot, you don't need a door. Yeah, absolutely. In the, yeah, especially in the underworld. <laughs> uh, also, Empusa just goes away, apparently. I don't know what, what uh, happened. That's what happens with Empusa. <laughs> you have it, and then it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you've seen my end brush <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thinking it's Heracles, the doorman, Achaeus, curses Dionysus by accident. Dionysus tells Xanthius to wear his disguise, but asks for it back once a beautiful woman comes outside. Sorry, this, this story is haywire. Yeah, what right. the hell is happening? Usually it's quite... A, it's Basically, they've distilled this story into like bullet this points. Is like, but... This is like community series four. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. The writers have changed, and they've just decided to do their own thing. <laughs> like, what has happened? This is... <laughs> that is an excellent, excellent <laughs> bit of business there. Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, that's it. It's it's all over the place. Yeah, what is going? All right, like, come on. It, I mean, in all fairness, uh, usually this happens over a longer time. So there's a lot more dialogue in the play. Like a lot more is happening. But okay. this is this is kind of like this is the abridged version. You're getting a shotgun blast. If right. you know what I mean, yeah, so yeah. Uh, um, and it's a lot more poetic, I'd say. But also, uh, basically, just imagine a lot more north gags in this. Yeah, as well. of course. So. Um, Dionysus tells Xanthius to wear his disguise, but asks for it back once a beautiful woman comes outside and invites Heracles, uh, or who they think is Heracles, to a banquet with the other ladies. The innkeeper and Planath come out and lambast the supposed Heracles as well, prompting Dionysus to once more give the costume back to Xanthius. So essentially he got the costume back to ha- try and be uh, invited to, to the lady's house, but he also swapped it back because he was getting lambasted at the same time. Yeah, the underworld is rocking, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot going on yeah, as well. This, uh, why, this doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's an innkeeper and Hades has a house. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems like a lovely village. Exactly. Yeah. I don't see why you would be upset. Like, why yeah. would you be on ground level with Zeus, threat of Zeus rape at any moment? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Not, so far, no rape has occurred in the underworld. It's yeah. been very pleasant. <laughs> We should market the underworld. We should, man. People. I think that all underworld people, I think they're like, they, people just chat shit about them, but then they don't seem that bad. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. In my new show, I've got a whole bit where I'm like, I don't know what the devil's done. 
He's, yeah. he's done nothing bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constant one that's done all the bad shit. Yeah. He's murdered firstborns and shit. Yeah. The devil's just been there going... Oh. Maybe, the, yeah, the, the devil's just got a bad press release. You yes, know what I mean? he's just got terrible PR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, let's let's see where this goes. Uh, Achaeus, the dolman, returns and orders the seizure of Heracles for his past deeds. Xanthius, as Heracles, says Achaeus ought to torture his slave who is claiming to be Dionysus. So Xanthius, the slave, says Dionysus is a slave. So it's a role reversal there right. to prove his innocence. <sighs> this is a very complex plot. Uh, eventually, both claim to be gods, and Achaeus tortures both to see if this is true. Um, both Xanthius and Dionysus feel pain, but pretend not to, as gods normally aren't supposed to feel bodily pain, even though Dionysus is a god and he's feeling pain anyway. Uh, <laughs> This is fucking haywire. I, I love your despair. It's really it's good. Uh, finally, Achaeus says he will see if uh, Hades and Persephone will vouch for their divinity. Insult, which they probably should have done to begin with before yeah. torturing as well. I don't understand. Yeah, they oh, fucking out. <laughs> but this is how essentially this is the way they've worked the comedy around. They got a torture scene in there. Yeah, so, uh, all right, fair enough. This is old comedy, by the way. So uh, this this is like alt right comedy. Um, uh, inside, Achaeus talks to Xanthius about uh, how Aeschylus, uh, another old playwright, and Euripides are fighting over who is the most accomplished tragic poet. Aeschylus already possesses the chair, but Euripides is challenging him for it. So Euripides is the new playwright, the hot thing, and Aeschylus is old school. Yeah. And Euripides kind of represents the break in traditions and like to kind of... Um, but Aeschylus is like traditional old school values. Right, so, uh, oh yeah. Uh, Hades calls a contest and Dionysus is made the judge. Both poets criticise each other. Well, uh, why have they made the guy who they're not sure who it is the judge? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. There's this guy, a minute ago he was Hercules and now he's no longer Hercules and no one cares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and there was a judge. Yeah, yeah like, like he is skyrocketed. Like, like, Fucking hell. I mean, Hades he, is not running that he's very much, shit. He's very much the Boris Johnson of the day because he very much, it, he, he was, you know, lambasted but somehow he's in a position of power. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So, uh, so the competition begins and the, uh, so they do a poetry contest, essentially. And in a series of contests, Aeschylus and Euripides discuss who is better at prologues, lyrics, making their audience uh, uh, better citizens. Uh, Euripides claims to have slimmed down tragedy from its ponderousness and made it more accessible to the common person. Uh, he also says Aeschylus is verbose. Aeschylus... Fuck it up. <laughs> What's Aeschylus done? Everyone hates this dude for some reason. Well, well, uh, well uh, he's just an old school guy. He's just, you know, he did some of the best work, you know. Uh, but he, it's not respected by the, the newcomers. Uh, Aeschylus, for his part, criticises Nemetra Euripides' work and claims that his verse is wanton. It's essentially like a, a rap battle, yeah. Between, yeah, but very much a... But use words like verbose and wanton as well, so... Uh, verbose is a good word. Yeah. Um, so it's a good word to confuse people. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I think they're very verbose and then they go yeah and like, I don't know what have you seen is. my impusa yeah. <laughs> my impusa fresh impusa <laughs> uh, Dionysus cannot seem to come to a conclusion so he orders the two poets verses to be weighed uh, physically apparently because he refers to, to lofty things such as death and rivers Aeschylus wins the weighing uh, finally, the two poets are asked to comment on how the Athenians should deal with the statesman Alcibiades, as mentioned earlier. Dionysus decides Aeschylus is the overall winner, because uh, uh, and and the, he, the poet, um, and Hades return to Hades' house for a banquet. 
Aeschylus tells Pluto to give his chair to Socrates, uh, uh, and so- well, I think it means Sophocles. Uh, once he Where's, compl- yeah. Where's Socrates knocked up from? Yeah, I think it's because Sophocles, uh, maybe it's Socrates. Uh, maybe Socrates dies in the week of this, and uh, he gives him the chair just because ran- I think that's the reference to the person that's just died. And then he departs for the upper world. Uh, the chorus praises Aeschylus and proclaims that he, it hopes that he will assist Athens for sound advice. So essentially, what's, what Aristophanes, the writer of this, is saying, saying, "Oh, go back to our old school values, and that will be able to help us. So if we if we trust in Alcibiades, uh, it's better to have him in than to have him out and stuff like that." Right. So he's the farage of this whole thing. Well, actually, I think it's split because I think it's uh, the old school value is a bit more like um, having. It's more. I think it's slightly more Romani, but yeah, I, I'm. It's a bit complex. I don't think it's as clear cut, to be honest. So, okay. Uh, so it's, oh, yeah, because Brexit is clear cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's super black and white, dude. Uh, but, so that's uh, that's essentially... Uh, that's frogs. What do you think of that? Fucking shit. <laughs> I think that's the worst... <laughs> what? I, there was... What, what happened? I don't understand. <laughs> there's a reason we haven't done this before. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a reason no one's ever heard of it. What does the frogs have to do with anything? You've got annoyed men sung with them. Why is it called that? It's, you know what? I hit it for one second. <laughs> I think, to be honest, I think this is not his best work. To be no, honest. it doesn't make any sense. But, like, basically, uh, well, let me tell you, uh, we might do it in a future episode, but there's another one by Aristophanes called Wasps, which is about Jesus the... <laughs> It's about the Athenian legal system and how it should change and stuff like that. But essentially, old men, old jurors, the only reference to wasps in it is that they, uh, at one point, they dress up as uh, wasps and start trying to sting young boys with it, with their tails. That's the only reference to it as well. That is well paedophilic as well. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's go and rank this myth. Zero bottom. Okay. It's not even a myth. Well, it's technically not a myth, but, but it has gods and stuff like that, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So, Archie, you might be unaware, but we rank this on four sections. Uh, we do it in life skills, so the practical things that we learn, like the stuff like have we learned how to build things, have we learned uh, to sh- like shoot things, or w- what kind of the physical things that we okay. learn. Okay, all I've learned is okay. how yeah, to just... sing with frogs. Yeah. <laughs> if, you're ever, if you ever find yourself knocking on Hades' house, pretend you're Hercules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say to someone later, for, like with no explanation, oh no, I'm not Hercules. Yeah. So we got the sky skills. Uh, also, the, 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 a lot of the plots don't go anywhere as no. well. Like, uh, uh, like the, the, uh, the, the, like the, the monster and the, 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 bride, uh, the, the sexy ladies and stuff like that. They just go nowhere. And yeah, it's quite a, quite a long way to nowhere. Uh, but so we learned how to disguise ourselves, how to travel into the underworld. We uh, know how to soil ourselves. Uh, uh, we, what else did we learn? Uh, we learned how to do poetry, I suppose. Did we? When did that happen? Well, at the end, they do a poetry contest. Oh, right, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I think about zoned out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now to croak like I a was properly zoned out by that point. I just thought this fucking business. I could see it in your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I had enough of this. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, it's uh, trust. I don't think there's tons. Uh, we, I guess we learn. Yeah, uh, we learn torture. We learn how to torture people. Yeah, great. Yeah, so, if they're uh, dead. Well, well, I think they're alive technically because they're, 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 they're but they're in a dead world. Yeah. So doesn't that make them dead? No, they're still alive. They're, they're still living, yeah, even yeah. though everyone else around them is dead. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably one of the downsides on the end of the world. I'd say it's a bit, bit of a downer. I'd yeah. Say. 
lot of people are like, oh, I miss yeah, it's good to know how to talk to people, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good life skill. So, uh, which uh, on the scale of 1 to 10, we usually mark, we mark every section on the scale of 1 to 10, uh, and there's four sections in total. Uh, so, uh, I, what do you th- what's your I'm going free. Free? You know what, I think you're right. I think a free is probably... Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't learn hardly anything. <laughs> Choice. I feel like you you have a slight bias against these scorings because you just don't like the myth, which is to us well deserved. But, I think. But that's all everything is. <laughs> I don't like it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> well, am I gonna give this a high score if I don't like it? Okay, so so three out of ten. Fair yeah. enough. Three. Next is morals. So the ethical things we've learned during this myth. So uh, it's. So stuff like, uh, like pr- probably best not to torture. Probably uh, uh, if you want to sort out your issues, go to the underworld uh, for a mean uh, through disguises and uh, get a poet to decide your thing. Okay. Yeah. So that is, does not teach me good morals. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have to be good morals. Just like a moral. Right, lesson. Say I'm having a big fucking issue. <laughs> if I go into the underworld dressed as a fucking someone else, and then I ask a poet, yeah. "Dude, can you fix my issue?" This guy. He's not going to help me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going one on that. No, whoa, whoa. It can't be a one. Why? No, that was shitty. No, we've learned so many things. Like, uh... F- Tell me two things. <laughs> we've learned so many things. Like... Tell me two things of value. <laughs> so, so many things. <laughs> we learned, uh... Uh, if, if in doubt, uh... One out of ten. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> We've learned absolutely fuck all. <laughs> Laura Lex got very angry at me when I uh, and she 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 demanded a zero. So I'll take a one at this at this point. Can we do zero? I didn't. No, know we, we can't zero. do zero. Yeah. It's it groundbreaking. Okay, let's go. I think this is a high score on creativity. What do you think the overall creative? Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, it's not creative at all. It's quite creative. It's, no, it's only creative in that it doesn't make any sense. But that's it. That's like, there's a lot of things that's going on. That's not creative right? at all. What? That's like saying putting someone in a plane and going, "Oh, he's very creative. He's flying." Like, what? but he can't. Fu- he crashes all the time. Yeah, but like that's well. But if he's in a plane flying, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty creative. Uh, and we've got frogs going on. We've got uh, role reversal in terms of slave and uh, ma- like gods and masters. There's torture sequences. There's monsters going to the underworld. There's a lot of things going on. Ah uh, no. I I think I think it's decent. I think it's decent. I will give creativity a free just a. Get you off my back. No, that, I'm thinking. I'm going to think a lovely seven. I'm uh, going down to two. <laughs> Can't accept oh, my free. <laughs> or I will, I'll fucking zero the fuck out of it. <laughs> I wish I didn't tell you that now. Uh, okay, uh, but we got like we got like references to like over like demigods and yeah, stuff like that. But look how many other stuff before that has had these references and these lessons. Okay, let, let me let me let me let me phrase it in a different way. Um, the, uh, this play does uh, does link to um, to uh, Monday Greek uh, Greece uh, and also talks about political decisions. And actually, after this uh, after this play, they did a vote uh, about Alcibiades whether to have him in, and they actually won the vote because of well, supposedly because of the play because they influenced people to do it. So in that way, in the it's co- propaganda, yeah, that's it, that's, which is not creative. It's quite creative. No, it's, it's, it's political. Uh, strife being I, I, by... Tell you what, I'm going to tell you. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write down seven. I'm going to tell you I'll, it's a free. Okay, I'm going to put seven. I'm I'll sticking, smash I'm... up this whole pub. <laughs> okay. Free. I want a free. I'm not. I'm not okay. moving from free. We'll put a free down. Okay. I've got a free. 
And finally, this is very stressful. <laughs> no, don't look at the score. Seven point five. No, no, it's a seven, but, but, but I've crossed it out and put three. Okay, good. <laughs> final, uh, final one is the uh, WTF factor. Well, uh, how? Oh, that one's a ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one's high. Just what the fuck is going on throughout this whole story? <laughs> that one is a solid ten, man. I, could, I you know what? That's I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. I'm going to give it a nine. It's not gory, but it's... It, I think we've got torture. Yeah, we don't know what happened in that torture. It didn't specify what the torture was. I think there's a lot of stabbing and proking and stuff like right, that. Right, that's pretty bad. Do you want to give it a ten? Yeah, let's go ten. Yeah, well... Ten, I'm a fucking what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay, your... Well, technically, if we're doing your markings, it would be... Uh, uh, 27 uh, or if it's my marking oh no that's not right that's definitely not right Jesus Christ I'm very bad at maths <laughs> so 3 plus 3 uh, 6 17 it would be 17 but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 4 extra points for creativity so it's gonna be 21 there we go 21 I'm giving it 21 this is bullshit <laughs> I've over I've overrided there Absolute bullshit. So, what do you think of that myth? Are you happy with that? No, like I'm not happy with any of it. <laughs> would you have been Furious. happy? Would you have been happy with a different myth? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have liked a nice, a good myth like the Minotaur. Yeah, well, that's the first one we did. But uh, we, yeah, we or could... Medusa. Again, we've done all the good ones. Uh, <sighs> I'm sorry, Archie. Sirens. We, we have done them all. Like uh, it's like you haven't listened to the podcast. The harpies. We have done the harpies as well. The Hydra. Uh, how are we doing the Hydra? I think so, yeah. We did Hercules, yeah. Uh, right, okay. um, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, Icarus. Yeah, you've done Icarus. Fuck. free. You can't catch me out, mate. I'm, like, honestly, we, we have been scraping the barrel for a long time All now. Right. So, oh, yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> not guess wise, but this is uh, you're, you're creaming the no, crop, I'm mate. I'm looking you in the eye from this point. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to look slightly off-centre. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life, Archie. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you for coming on, man. And uh, sorry for subduing you to that. But um, uh, for the final time, where can people find you online? Where can people see you in Edinburgh? Uh, people can find me online on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Bebo, all of it, mm-hmm. under Archie Maddox, uh, at Archie Maddox, all one kind of variant of that. Yeah. Uh, in Edinburgh, they can find me at Just the Tonic at the Mash House, 4.50 every day uh, in Just the Bottle Room. Show's called Big Dick Energies. <laughs> uh, come and enjoy it. And are you touring it afterwards? Are you doing anything like that? I'm uh, Probably not. Uh, I What am I doing after that? I'm going to have a radio show with TalkSport every oh, Thursday, which is going to be fun. That's which, amazing. Yeah, so I'm not going to be doing a lot of touring. That's wicked, but that's such a great thing to yeah. listen to that. That's amazing. I mean, I'm, technically it's not confirmed yet, so this could be a lie. Okay. As far as I don't, know. Uh, listen to it hypothetically. If yeah, not, just... I, I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. All I know is that I'm the comedic relief and it's about race and football. That's all I know. That's all... Oh, man, that's so cool. Yeah. I just got to do commentator watch for whenever they say, oh, this uh, African team, they're very aggressive, aren't they? And I'm like, ah, there's one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. That's... that's, that's I, I don't even like sport and that's cool. I was, yeah. That's really cool, man. And that's, that's awesome. Thanks. Uh, but... Um, but yeah, I uh, and also like uh, uh, I think uh, as, on a personal note, do go and see Archie when he performs live. He's one of my favourite acts to see and watch. And uh, I, and uh, when I was started doing comedy, watched him and uh, was uh, very much uh, enamoured by his performance. So do see him live when possible. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, also if you want to. Uh, 
let's do the social media. Come, uh, why don't you follow us on uh, Miss Podcast? Send us an email at misspodcast at gmail.com. Give us five stars on iTunes and donate to our Patreon as well. Thank you so much for listening. Have you got any final words, Archie? No. Bad <laughs> enough. Bye, everyone. Bye. Myths. Myths.